This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. Would you like to be paid to not coach for the Washington Redskin Potatoes like Jay Gruden is now getting paid to not coach to do? Perna. Yeah, Jay, Jay Gruden was the first coach to be fired in 2019. So great job at being first in something, Jay. <laughs> Plus, I've got the Packers and Colts victories to recap in this episode. Uh, but first, I want to acknowledge that uh, NFL officials are the enemy of the people. Their wanton disrespect for the game and all players not named Tom Brady can no longer go unchecked. I urge all fans to take action by yelling as loudly as you can at your television. Jason Garrett was flagged for unsportsmanlike conduct because of this. Oh, God. Let's get sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Humans have been shaving for thousands of years, and the secret to a great shave... Well, not closing your eyes when you do it, but also using Harry's. Now, I love Harry's because it gives me a close shave with an easy glide and has a low price. Do us a favor and check out harrys.com slash bluewire for your free trial today. Harry's is a return to the essential. Quality, durable blades at a fair price. Just $2 per blade. Listeners of my show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash bluewire. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash bluewire to start shaving better today. And keep those eyes open when you shave. Would you like to hear just another lie to come out of Washington? How would you describe the culture surrounding this football team? You know, the culture is actually damn good. <laughs> okay, okay, just shut the fuck up, Bruce Allen. Now, every time John Gruden dances, an angel dies, and his brother loses his job. Jay Gruden has been fired by the Washington Potatoes. The Potatoes are a lame duck organization right now with the QB in the waiting that Jay Gruden didn't want to draft, play, coach, or accept super PAC money with, as is customary in D.C., Adam Schefter pointed out that the Skins coaching staff once included Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, and Matt LaFleur. They essentially once had enough hot young white men to make Magic Mike 3D. But don't count out Bill Callahan finding a time machine so he can go back to his younger days where the Skins might have a shot at having him star in the Friday Night Lights reboot as a poor man's Eric Taylor. Jay Gruden was called at 5 a.m. and told to come to the facility, which means that when he showed up to go through the S&M footage of this Sunday's loss at the hands of the Patriots, his keys did not work. And that's how Dan Snyder fires people. He doesn't tell them, he just changes the locks and asks them to show up early. Unfortunately, they don't always get the hint. 
which is why Jim Zorn has been aimlessly wandering around the parking lot for the last 11 years. I think it's time to bring Joe Gibbs back for a third time. He's the only man who can save the Washington potatoes from the Washington potatoes. In the meantime, Bill Callahan will serve as the interim head coach. Callahan is best known for being bad at Nebraska. You might say, wait, didn't he take the Raiders to a Super Bowl? He did, but that didn't fucking matter. Callahan may as well have been invisible because the guy he was coaching against was John Gruden. Callahan is now the first coach in NFL history to replace two separate Grudens and two separate franchises, both of whom are just outside of the top five in Frank Caliendo's best impressions list. So if there's any hope on the horizon for Washington, it's that Bill Callahan will lead a team with a team culture so great, all of their left tackles will want to play to a Super Bowl and then lose to a Gruden, which... No one will ever remember because Gruden, Gruden, Gruden. Now I did want to take a second and focus on something positive. Bleacher Report posted this touching moment when DK Metcalf bought his mom a brand new car. As you can see here, she's shocked. She is in tears because DK bought her a fucking Chevy when he knew damn well the Metcalfs are a Ford family. Now the Packers beat the Cowboys 34-24 in one of two Sunday afternoon games. Aaron Rodgers only had to do like one Aaron Rodgers play to win this game. He also assaulted Cowboys defensive lineman Robert Quinn. I can't believe Aaron Rodgers wasn't flagged here for an illegal shot to the head. When will the NFL start to take safety seriously? I mean, more NFL players get hepatitis well, I mean concussions from plays like this than tackles. That's a fact. Running back Aaron Jones waved his way to a third touchdown. The Cowboys defense is apparently not offended by the wave as they let him score a fourth touchdown before deciding it might be time to compete in this game. Jones finished with four touchdowns and had 107 rushing yards. That's one touchdown for every 26.7 five rushing yards. Dallas did score 24 second half points. Amari Cooper finished with 226 receiving yards and one of the most impressive touchdowns of his to date. But Dak's three picks were costly. Not as much as he'll cost Jerry Jones, but still costly. And in the pantheon of all-time dog shit calls in NFL history, Dak Prescott getting a roughing the passer call on a play where he ran, where his helmet was briefly touched by Rashawn Gary, is up there with the tuck rule. And whatever the hell happened at Arrowhead when John Elway refused to snap the ball because it was too loud. That's football history, guys. But this emphasizes a larger point. Quarterbacks getting embarrassingly favorable treatment is nothing new. What is new is Dak Prescott getting embarrassingly favorable treatment. He's not good enough to be getting these kinds of calls. Touching the QB is only a foul for Super Bowl QBs and old guy QBs. Also of note, the league's most successful me-seeks turned head coach Jason Garrett was flagged for unsportsmanlike conduct for throwing the challenge flag very aggressively on the ground as he stared down an official showing that he can indeed grow a pair, which is the biggest news to come out of this game and not that the Cowboys might be frauds after losing this game embarrassingly, even though they made a comeback, and then last week losing to a backup quarterback. Although that's not really fair to Teddy Bridgewater. 
He threw four touchdowns this week. Real question, and please answer in the comments. Which penalty was worse, the Dak head touch or the Jason Garrett unsportsmanlike conduct? Like this ref, he's the softest ref I have ever seen. Nobody likes when a coworker throws a red flag down in anger in front of them at the office, but it happens. You can't be this sensitive, ref. I bet you don't even like Dave Chappelle's stand-up either, soft guy. Colts beat the Chiefs 19-13 on Sunday Night Football. Patrick Mahomes' first touchdown pass was touted as one of the greatest of all time by Chris Collinsworth, who basically said he's better than John Elway, Brett Favre, and Aaron Rodgers combined in one swing. Mahomes went on to score 13 points at home against a defense missing its best player in Darius Leonard and both of its starting safeties. Mahomes was battling a bum ankle most of this game, and Collinsworth also noted Mahomes might not play as well as normal because he's reliant on that ankle to, you know, move around a lot and make plays. Turns out, even the most mild of injuries takes Patrick Mahomes from the most unstoppable force in the universe, or at least the most unstoppable force in Chris Collinsworth's imaginary bedroom they have together, to Jeff George, a meddling QB with a rocket arm who can't read defenses from the pocket. Patrick Mahomes is a lot like a McLaren F1, fastest car in the world, undeniably incredible handling, not street legal, but if something breaks, you've got yourself a bright orange lawn ornament. Sorry, Chiefs, I couldn't help myself. The Colts' defensive coordinator is, of course, Matt Eberflus. The Eberflus is the one instrument I always really wanted to learn to play. But after seeing what the Colts' D did to the Chiefs, it's no surprise an Eberflus is one of the most complicated instruments to master. Now, Colts' safety, George Odom, made two key plays in this game. He stripped the ball out of LaShawn McCoy's hands, keeping certain points off the board. Then, the more impressive play, in my opinion, making this tackle one yard shy of the first down marker. Seriously, what a clutch tackle. I thought for sure Kansas City was going to convert here and Mahomes would be getting the praises from the gods and Chris Collinsworth. But on the next play, fourth and one, former chief Justin Houston slides across the backside of the line to stop the run short. Two impressive plays by the Colts defense. Right now, it looks like the only thing that can stop Odom though is a Kardashian. Indy rushed for 180 yards and a touchdown. The Chiefs ran for 36 yards. That led to the Colts holding onto the ball for 37 minutes. Seems like a good strategy against the Chiefs offense. More teams should try to be better than them in that way. Notable notables in this game also include Adam Vinatieri making four field goals. That's zero misses for Adam V. Good thing he didn't retire. Also, Travis Kelsey pushed Eric Bieniemy on the sideline, then hugged Eric Bieniemy on the sideline and said he would never do this again. Mm, no, don't like this. Classic, classic signs of an abusive relationship. Get out of there, Eric. Get out of there, Eric Bieniemy. Get out. Just go. Don't go to Washington. Don't go to Washington, Eric. Oakland is now just one game behind the Chiefs, and even though I really, truly hate the Raiders, this is a reminder of why I do love football. And I'm not even sure the Raiders will keep winning, but they might. And not a single fucking person on earth 
predicted them to be this competitive this early in the season. Especially not Antonio Brown, who by the way would be doing alright had he just fucking stayed in Oakland. He would have a winning record plus 30 million dollars, which seems like enough to put up with John Gruden dancing the night away. In his return to Kansas City, Justin Houston had a sack and a fourth down stop that pretty much iced the game in the fourth quarter. Essentially, Justin Houston did what Khalil Mack thought he was going to do if London didn't really mess with his biorhythms. The Colts got the win, improved to 3-2, and two, and are now tied for first place in the messy AFC South with the Texans, who beat the piss out of Atlanta. And that's the story of how Jay Gruden got fired and the Colts and Packers won. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna if you want to follow me there. And make sure you follow at WillKey6 and at TJ Carpenter Show. Both of them helping me with this weekend's scripts and football coverage. I don't know what I would have done without them. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.